We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go, JLs. CP. Julius heard all the slander. He heard all the naysayers, all the fans wanted him out of here. The spinning jokes, no handle, Randall. He heard all of it. He he was watching the show, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. And, and he heard the fans. He heard the fans wanted him out of here. But the f- past four games, make no mistake, Julius Randall has put the team on his back. He and heard. once again, did that tonight with a triple-double, JLS. 28 points, 12 boards. 11 dimes. Knicks beat the Cavs. Yes. The juggernaut Cavs. 95 to 85. Win streak snapped. But the Knicks are on their own winning streak. So we got to hit the music, JLs. Got to hit the damn music. We got to hit the music. <laughs> Let's go, CP. Triple double for the Julius Randle. Put some respect on his name. It's a good day. It's a good day, bro. <laughs> It's a good day. Give, give me some thoughts on Julius's performance tonight, bro. Listen, man, Julius is doing it all. No handle, Randall. Suddenly has the handle. Well, maybe he had nine turnovers tonight, but that's beside the point. He almost had a card to double. But he still did everything else. He scored. He assisted. He rebounded. And crucial part of the game, first quarter, it, it was a battle royale. Andre Drummond, Julius Randall was going back and forth. Andre Drummond went to the bench. Julius Randle stayed on the court, and that's when the Knicks kind of extended the lead, and we never looked back from then. And you can tell he was tired. He played 44 minutes on the night. Yeah, 44 minutes. <laughs> only eight people really played. Everybody else only played 60 minutes. But shout out to Julius Randle, who's really turning his game around, making non-believers believers. Randle gang is now in effect. Randle Hive <laughs> has emerged. And Ash, you know... It, it, it's been a different Julius this year, man. It's, it's yeah. been a different Julius. He, he's been a playmaker. He's making winning plays, career highs and assists. You know, early early season so far, but career highs and assists. Seems to be making all the right plays. Well, what have you thought of Julius tonight and, and so far this season? 
Well, I remember when I was on the show last, before the season even started, we talked about Julius Randle and Obi Toppin and what that was going to mean for him. And I said, sometimes it takes some competition in the building to light a fire under you to get the Julius Randle that we thought we were going to get last season. And here he is. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for as Knicks fans. So it's definitely going to make what happens with Julius Randle in the future interesting. But I'm enjoying it while it's here. I think that it's a Julius Randle, like I said, that we've been waiting to see. And I know that now a lot of Knicks fans, including myself, are going to expect this type of production from him more often yeah. knowing that he's capable of it. Shout out to him for his first triple-double as a Knicks. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to see more of it from Julius Randle. And I know he's capable of it. And if he wants to be a Nick in the future, he's got to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, JL, is, he, he's he's now catching the splash, brother Juju. We went from RJ to Alfred. Now Julius, 4 for 4 from downtown. 9 of 16 on the night. Um, they're running the offense through him, Jay Ellis. They're running the offense through him. As I said, career high is going into this game in dimes at 6.3. Um, doubled his assist percentage so far going into this game. And he was coming into this game, he was second in total passes, period. So this is a new Randall, man. This this is definitely a new Julius, bro. Yeah, man. Good stuff from Julius. It's surprising because you know what? All season long, all offseason CP, we were looking at all these stretch forwards. Oh, who we, are we going to bring back Marcus Morris? Are we going to sign Bert Hans? All of a sudden... Julius Randle is our stretch four. He's giving RJ the room that we need. And he's doing everything we wanted him to do last year, man. Shout out to the coach, Tom Thibodeau, Kenny Payne, and those guys. They really did a good job with this team, with Julius Randle, and just getting everybody focused. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's also facilitating, you know, and, and at times better than the guards. You know, when the Cavs went to the, went to the zone early in the first quarter, you saw him. He was knocking down threes. He was playing the middles well. He found Nerlens in the dunker spot. You know, got Nerlens going. So he, he's doing a little bit of everything to to um get them going. And the funniest part was in that pivotal stretch in the fourth, the game kind of lagged like through the third and the fourth quarter. They they were trying to give the game to the Cavs. Let's be honest. I mean, twenty yeah. something turnovers. <laughs> a, a good team would have watched them, but the, but this is the Cavs. So uh, they did what they needed to do. But I thought there was a pivotal stretch in the game where um he he hits a three. Yeah, comes back down, does the spin move, and I'm getting ready to cringe, <laughs> but he gets it off of the double team, finds Alfred in the corner for three, and then in the next play, Alfred finds Mitch for a slam. So you know the the two goats that fans are trying to drive out of here, you know, between last year to now, in Julius and Peyton, they led the team to a win tonight. You got to give credit where it's due, bro. Yeah, man, especially Alfred Payton. I'm not gonna lie. First half of that game, I was ready to play Frank Lukina 48. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. The, the, the turnovers in the first quarter were crazy. <laughs> yeah, four turnovers in the first quarter. He was. He was. He was Elf. He was Alfred, right? He was in every floater. He was elfing. He was elfing up the place. I wanted to put him back on the shelf, but second half he turned it around. Hit some key three pointers. Fifty percent from three on the night. Uh, I got a hand to him. He, he gritted it out the wind, got the rebounds, got the assists. We got some lobs to Mitch. We haven't seen that yeah. inconsistently Mitch got in activated in the fourth, bro. Yeah, yeah. So kudos to, to Elk. The veteran leadership pulled through after I was ready to, to, to ship him to back to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah <laughs> facts, facts. Um, Ash, you know, the, an, another story uh, of tonight was Burks. You know, no Alec Burks. And past three games, he's coming off 
the bench, giving us a lift offensively, showing his versatility, running some point, you know, shooting off the dribble, shooting off the screens, and really just being a spark off the bench. So the story was going to be where the production was going to come from. Yeah. Um, tonight you saw Bullock stepped his game up. Frank sure. and Kev did what they had to do. You know, not not a crazy game, but they held it down. Tibbs only went eight, eight deep tonight. So uh, what do you think of those guys in those reserve minutes? I think, you know, that's credit to Tibbs, though, and this is the type of coaching that the Knicks have been looking for, someone who's able to adjust and doesn't crumble under the pressure or crumble under players not being able to play or produce that game, that week, whatever the situation may be. And Tibbs seems to be able to adjust perfectly, which is what we need. And when your leader doesn't falter, the team doesn't falter. And when your leader trusts the players that he does have on the court that day, that night, whatever it may be, yep. your players then trust the process as well. So it's a very symbiotic relationship. And I think we're really starting to see it. There's a lot of continuity on the court today. I was very impressed with, you know, transition defense, transition offense. I mean, they just look great. The ball movement was exceptional tonight. Yep. And something that that is something Tibbs really believes in. You know, he has a saying, you know, trust the pass. They mentioned that during the game, and it's something that he preaches a lot, and he makes sure that the team practices often in practice and things like that. So you're really starting to see that come into fruition, and you it's a, it can only go up from here. Obviously, there are going to be games where we get blown out. There are going to be games that don't look so great, and like you said, we tried everything in our power to give this game to the Cavs. It didn't work. If we were playing another team, you know, a team that was a little bit better, it may not have turned out the way that it turned out, but nonetheless, we got that win, and I just think, again, this is credit to Tibbs, and this is the type of coaching that we've been looking for, somebody who yeah. can adjust when we need to be adjusted. Uh, agreed, agreed. And, you know, he, he's trusting these guys to step up in a big spot. He had a lot of good things to say about Reggie Bullock, um, his defense, number one. And, um, you know, Frank and Kev, like I said, they stepped up when we needed it. Uh, JL, you know, Bullock, 17 points, bro. 17 yeah, points, uh, five and nine from downtown. This is who you brought in here, you know, off of free agency. I mean, they got lucky in that the deal was a lot cheaper than they anticipated because of the injury. But this is the Reggie Bullock that you needed to come in here, um, give the offense some spacing, play some defense, and knock down the open three when it was there. Yeah, man. We went back to the Detroit Piston version of Reggie Bullock. That's the one we needed. That's the one we signed. Shot 55% from three. Filled in the shoes for Alec Burks. Kind of, sort of, a little bit. You yeah. know, it, it made it more palatable that Alec Burks wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Um, man, if, if we had this Reggie Bullock every game, I'd be more okay with having Alec Burks just come off the bench. Yeah. I'm just to provide, you know, a, a scoring punch for that second unit. Hopefully, he'll be able to keep this up. Um, just, just kudos to Reggie Bullock, man. What more can you ask for? A three and D. Showed his, showed his ass a bit. Yeah, yeah. And Ashley was mentioning the, the ball movement. You know, ball movement's been crispy. Last yeah. year, especially the off-ball movement, you know, moving without the ball. I mean, last mm-hmm. year, they were um, 26th in cutting frequency and finished 24th in points per game. This year, in the early stretch, they're 15th in frequency, 20th in points per game. So a little bit of improvement, but you know, you definitely see them moving a lot with, without the ball. So um, they look pretty good, bro. Yeah. I feel like if they play more people that, uh, that average might be a quarter, four quarter of cutting, you get a little tired. You saw a lot of ISO ball and double thing passing out towards third and fourth quarter. Cause you know, that, that takes your window away. Yeah. Yeah. Now they, they definitely started to wear it down a little bit, but um, again, to Ashley's point, I, I think, you know, the defense has been solid. 
The defense yeah, has been solid, solid overall. Interior defense, I think, has been great. Um, they they gave them a lot of open threes, but but give credit the Cavs didn't knock them down. Cavs were actually first in the league in, in the early campaign in, in three point shooting accuracy. So Knicks kind of lucked out there, and that the Cavs didn't hit a lot of the open ones that they gave them. But I thought uh, you know the Knicks play uh, an aggressive. No middles, you know, no paint defense, and, and try to limit Drummond there. And I think they they did fairly well there tonight. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it's important to notice also the way the Knicks continue to fight. And I think that's kind of been a trend in all of the games. Is they'll falter, you kind of see them get back into their old ways. Tibbs readjust, then they get back on the court. They continue to fight. They go ahead and they spread that gap a little bit more. They kind of falter back into their own ways. But what you can see in that pattern is at least a direction of directions being headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So you see them kind of going back to their old ways, taking two steps back and then two steps forward, two, three steps back, four steps forward. And that's what you really need in a coach is somebody who's going to knock down those bad habits little by little, replace them with good habits. And we're really starting to see that in all of these games little by little. And I'm excited to see where this team is going to be in a month from now, two months from now. Again, Nobody's expecting us to go all of the way. We're not going to win the finals. It's not going to be a championship. The P word. The, the P word is floating through the chat, man. We told them be easy with the I'm P word. I'm not going to say the P word. I'm not going to say the P word. But I will say is that I'm really excited to see where this team is headed, and I really like what Tibbs is doing. And I really think, and I'm hoping that this is the coach that we've been waiting for. And like I said in the last show that I was on, we need continuity. It is all about building patterns it is all about heading in the right direction stopping that revolving door whether it's with players with coaching with front office or personnel it's about developing some continuity and having a foundation to this team that we can start building on because we are one player away that one superstar away we need to build a team that people want to start coming to i mean it's the mecca of basketball this is the New York Knicks. Some respect on people, have always come wanted, back. people have always wanted to play here. Now it's time to start getting people to come back. It's about that time. Yeah. I'm going to say a plea word. I'm going to say a P word. <laughs> Lay in. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> play it, right? You want that 10 seed? Exactly. Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah, crazy, man. that playing, buddy. Let's go. I'm ready the, for the that. The chat is feeling it, man. We got over 2,600 strong in the chat. The casuals always come through on the WCL, so we got a nice. good show tonight. Let's get it going. <laughs> Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. Salute to everybody in the chat for this Nick victory. Let's um, let's go to the phones. Let's hear from our guy from Uncut Gems, JL. It's Benji in the building. Benji, how you feeling? Man, man, man. <laughs> What's good, bro? How you feeling? I got a. I'm, I'm feeling loose tonight, man. Uh, <laughs> definitely got to give props to uh, Ron. Love his love his calls, but another another big time win. Another uh, indication of Thibodeau uh, really making us a mentally strong, uh, you know, team. A lot of great performances. I want to focus on Noel and Bullock tonight because I think those guys came through big. Uh, yeah. Bullock with five threes, timely shots. Noel with, uh, I think, three blocks, two steals, seven rebounds in 16 minutes. I called in on Saturday and mentioned that Noel was kind of subpar through three games, mm-hmm. and uh, he really stepped it up tonight and made an impact in a short short period of time. Um, just loving the ball movement, man. Um, despite Randall's nine turnovers, he almost had a tenth one down the stretch. Um, uh, that was Peyton's turnover. That would have been a quadruple uh, double, but... Uh, I think just generally speaking, you know, like I like I called in uh, on Saturday, Randall shot 28% from three last year. I think he's nine for 13 so far this year. Uh, That's what we needed, man. I'm going to keep that yeah. up. But, um, 
there's a lot to like. Um, mentally tough. I think this is a game in previous years that we would have lost. Um, folded towards the end as that lead got to, you know, slipped down to five, seven after being, you know, double digits in the fourth. So got to cut down the turnovers. Um, I think RJ, um, you know, another kind of inconsistent, sloppy performance from him. So yeah. we got to get him straight. But um, we got help on the way with uh, hopefully <laughs> IQ and uh, Rivers will be back Thursday. OB hopefully back uh, in a few weeks. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard anything about about quickly other than he's day to day. No, just day to day. It would be great to see uh, IQ and Frank on the floor um, just for that kind of energy with Frank with the defense and mm-hmm. IQ with the. Uh, no ball movement and shooting. Yeah. I'll let you guys go, but uh, thanks again. Appreciate Great it. Great show. Let's keep it going. I think the last time we were 22, last time we were 500 was, was five years ago under Derek Fisher <laughs> when we were 22 and 22. Um, so it's a breath of fresh air. Let's keep it going. Nick's all day. Let's get it. Much love, guys. Benji, appreciate tonight. it, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, New Orleans had a bounce back game off the bench. New Orleans played pretty well. You know, he was, he was getting thrown around a little bit. Past couple of games, man. I think the last time they played the Cavs, uh, Drummond was kind of throwing them around. So, Nerlens definitely stepped up. Um, Bullock, like we said, definitely had a good game. You know, RJ was a struggle. RJ was my heart. This is our guy, but you know, we, we call yeah, it like yeah, we yeah. see it. And and you know, RJ struggled, man. Um, Ash, I'll go with you first. What do you think about RJ's game tonight? Listen, RJ is not making my RJ for MVP <laughs> elect candidacy easy nice. for me right now. But what I want to see from him, we were talking about this off camera, is I want to see him develop his three-point shot. And while he's, you know, in that transition of developing it, do what you do well, and that's attack the rim. Maybe get an intermediate shot, something that's not so long range. But don't rush a three-point shot. Don't be afraid to pass that rock if you can't make the shot. I'd rather see a possession result in a point then results in, you know, a turnover mm-hmm. or not a good possession. I just rather him do what he knows how to do, and that's attack the rim. You see when he attacks that rim, it's usually always successful. As you're developing your long-range shot, as you're developing that three-point shot, it's okay to do what you know how to do. It's okay to pass that ball. He's got to stop forcing something that's not there yet, and he's just got to let it come to him. Yeah, JLs, what about you, man? I, I agree with him, man. I wasn't feeling step back RJ today, man. I really yeah. wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew some of those things, shots had to do with the shot clock running down. But I agree with you, man. He seemed really poised to take the next step in the preseason. And he's he's faltering a little bit in the offseason. You know, granted, we've seen some tough defensive teams. But today, when there was no Alec Burks and, and Randall went to the bench, I was hoping RJ would be the guy to kind of step up and put the team on his back. And it didn't exactly happen, but we still got to wait to win. It's still his second season. I'm hoping he still turned around. He goes back to the gym, works on his game, watch some film, and get a little bit better. Uh, yeah. I think I think he's a hard worker, so I'm still rooting for RJ. I still think he'll turn it around eventually. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because the last the the caller um, last show, I kind of called in and say and asked like, you know, um, what can he do when he's in isolation? And you kind of saw tonight again that. And when he's trying to bully ball a little too much, sometimes you're just not going to body a guy. You know, he's got, this is the NBA. Like, guys are not just going to let you, you know, bully past him all the time. So he's got to get something in the intermediate range, kind of like what you yeah. saw from Sexton tonight, you know, in the mid-range, stop and pop yeah. a little bit of a pull-up and kind of master that. Because, like I said, sometimes when, when he tries to bully ball and he gets stuck, he ends up just throwing the ball, you know, somewhere yeah. 
and and it, it led to a lot of turnovers. It led to a lot of yeah. turnovers tonight. So he, he's got to be very careful with that for sure. Uh, definitely. And I think also, that. I think also he lets nerves and anxiousness get get the best of him. You see, a lot of the times he rushes shots. He doesn't really make shots with consistent focus. He doesn't really narrow in. But that just goes back to him trying to do something that's outside of his game. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, like I said, to not do things outside of your game until that's part of your game. And for him, again, going back, attacking the rim, doing what, what is part of his game is better than trying to force something that's not. I'd rather see him, like we've been saying, develop an intermediate shot, work on that long-range shot, and eventually start working that into his game instead of trying to do it into reverse because it's just detrimental to the team overall. Yeah. He's trying to show that work he put it in the summer. He yeah. shot three-point <laughs> three line. He's like, yes, I'm got it on my way. Uh, slow down, you. Yeah. You still got to work in the game a little bit. <laughs> we're going to work We're gonna work that in later. Jack, Jack from Pittsburgh. Jack, what's going on, bro? How you doing, CP? Yo, what's going on, man? How you feeling? So, first I have to admit how I was wrong. I, I mean, I called in last Friday, I believe, and I the Saturday, and I said that I think we are going to get our uh, we were going to get our, killed today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm first, I'm going to say I was wrong. You know, I was wrong. I was very confident. And number two, I said Julius Randle should be traded because he's like a Marcus Morris. Mm -hmm. I'm wrong. He's really good, man. <laughs> I mean. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, J.L.S. They're backpedaling. They're backpedaling, J.L.S. Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead, bro. You know, I, he made me eat my words. And, you know, I'm still on the get DSJ out. But I just want to say I was wrong. Julius Randle is better. And uh, thank you. All right, so so Jack, Jack, you're still there, right? Let, let me ask you this question. I'm I'm gonna yes, kick the, I'm gonna kick this thing off because the question is gonna be asked sooner than later. So we're gonna rip the bandaid off. The trade deadline is coming up, couple months. You you drafted Obi Toppin with the eighth pick. Sweating. What are you doing? Are you trading Julius? Are you signing him? To a long term I mean, deal. What are you doing? I was on the I was on the trade Julius uh run. If he continues to put up these numbers, I mean you can't really trade him, but <laughs> if he puts up like I don't know, twenty and five like he puts up like he did last year, you trade him. And even when he did last game I trade him. But if he keeps doing this, oof, I don't know. I mean, we might have struck gold. Uh, I mean Obi Toppin, you gotta really see how Obi is. Obi hasn't stepped on an NBA court except for one game. So you really just got to wait and see. But right now, I feel like Julius Randle's on his way to make me my words. Oof, they're backpedaling, Jails. Mm -hmm. Quickly. I mean, you have to backpedal. Quickly. The Knicks point, fan is not backtracking, bro. You lose, you lose credibility at this point. Credibility <laughs> <laughs> at this point if you do not backpedal, man. Get back on defense. Get backpedal. Let's go. So you're saying you're keeping him? I'm saying for me, I would say... I would see what Obi is doing and make my decision based on that. If Obi is coming out here balling out, looking like we can um, we can depend on him from night to night, then we're going to have to make a decision at some time anyway. And so if Obi is coming on, I, I would say keep him. If not, yeah. If if not, um, I would say extend them. And at at the very least, if you have two guys who are jockeying for position, right? And they're both playing well. You can still end up trading them later as an asset, either one or the other, and still able to be able to flip one of them for an asset of need. So, um, yeah, that's my. my I uh, I guess Ash, go ahead. What's your take on this? 
So I know that we're all kind of on the Randall Hive train right now because he had an incredible game tonight, but it's one game. You know, when you think about trading a player, you look at his overall resume on a team. So I think it's too soon to make that call. I think what you need to do is, you know, like Jay Ellis said, see what Obi looks like when he gets back, see how Randall continues to produce and then make a decision there. I don't think it's something you need to rush. I also don't think it's something you need to do prematurely because that could be detrimental as well. You know, it's one good game, a great performance, give credit when credit is due, but you still have to see if that's something that he can consistently do night in and night out, if that's something that he can produce on a regular basis. And if he can, then that starts to complicate the situation a little bit. But again, the Knicks are still in the hunt for that other superstar that they need to be a championship contender so everybody can't stay. But the decision is not something that you have to make prematurely. Like I said, it is something that you have to watch closely. But to say to trade him, not to trade him after one great performance, after seeing the Julius yeah. Randle that we've been waiting for, That's you can't make that call. You can't make that call. It's just not something you can do. Yo, I'm making the call, man. You got to trade him still, man. Don't get caught up in the sentiments. You have to. You not just, about sentiments. Jay Ellis, now, now you're going to tell me. Now, all right, you go in, you sign him to what? A three-year deal and a team option. You're basically telling me now that you botched the draft. You botched the draft, bro. Nah, because not, if, that, if that was, no. if that was no, the case. Not, you, you, you're securing assets. You how you, you're listen, securing listen. assets with OB coming off the bench and can't play with Randall? CP, you gotta listen to what people are saying, dog. Yeah, yeah. See what first of all, we have to see what Ob is doing. We haven't we seen, like you said, we seen one game from Ob. Yeah, what he's doing first, like right, right now. If we have Randall here and he's producing at a high level, even if you can extend him, you can still flip him later because who's people? Maybe, are going but we don't know. You gotta strike while the iron is hot, bro. You gotta strike <laughs> you, while people, the iron is hot. But what would you? Okay, but let me ask you this though: What would you be trading him? For what exactly? That's the second question yeah, you have to exactly. ask yourself. What is it that's out there that you would trade him for, and that you would do so by the trade deadline? That's another question I, if, because if, if there's can, nothing out there. If I can get into the first round of this draft, I'm doing it. Listen, if you drafted Obi with the eighth pick, you didn't draft him to be a role player coming off your bench for the next three years. If that was the case, Jails, they should have just got Vassell. They need a three. They need a point guard. There's other assets. positions that they needed. It's not even about having him come off the bench. It's about having So where a, else is he going to come from? It's about having an asset. You you flipped your best asset yeah. at, the highest, at, the, at the highest point. It's too soon to call that right now. It's, yeah. You don't even know it's, who we have in Ovi yet, dog. This, this is a disaster. Yeah. Bro, you picked them eight. You even picked if you, them eight. Even you didn't, if, even if you wait till the end of the year, CP, even if you wait till the end of the year, you can still, you don't even have to extend them three years. You can just, you can just um, extend them for that last year and then make a move next year. Yeah. And at the trade deadline, when you see what OB has with a year and a half under his belt, you can still do yeah. that. And then, yeah, and, yeah. And then you, you, you see what Tom Thibodeau was doing with this whole team right now. If the, t if the team is playing winning basketball, CP, and Julius Randle is an intricate part of that, his stock is going to rise. You'll be able to flip him easily. Mm -hmm. So so he yeah. so he so he does have the team option. He does have the team option, four million guaranteed for next year. So you're saying you would basically guarantee, pick up the team option basically, and, and have him here for one more year, have the third yeah, year guaranteed. Like, yeah. See what see what happens. Like you base them, you base everything on what's happening in front of you. If Obi, the 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 time that Obi Toppin is missing already is already like it's putting him behind the eight ball. We still don't know. We have one good preseason game. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. One good preseason game. We have to see what he has. So, like, the yeah. more time we can buy, the better it is for this team to make an, an actual uh, informed decision. So we can extend Randall for a year and flip him next year trade line if need be if Obi starts to show signs of life. If, if that happens, you flip them, then we get whoever we want. I mean, not whoever we want, but we, the best deal available. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think it is too soon to make the call on Obi, and unfortunately, that's the case. I mean, nobody could have predicted what transpired since preseason to now, but he still has a lot of development that he needs to hit, different thresholds that he needs to hit before you can even make that call. And the worst thing you can do is prematurely make it because then that runs the risk of kind of backtracking your progress and what you're trying to do with this team. I don't think Julius Randle is something or someone rather that is going to be detrimental if you can't make a call right now. It is something you just got to sit back and watch. You got to watch it unfold. You got to watch it progress. And that's the case with a lot of things. I feel like that with all trades. I feel like there are some trades that are black and white, you know, right away. Listen, this guy got to go. This guy got to stick on it. Like, but then there are some trades that you really have to sit back and watch them unfold and watch them progress because they're not as black as white as people like to make them see. There's some gray area, and this is one of those situations. It's, this is tough, man. Such such a, a Nick dilemma. <laughs> I, I swear, I swear. Let me let me get back to the phone. Let me hear what Serge got to say. It's the return of Sergio. Serge, let's go. He's back. Serge, what's going on, bro? Well, first of all, I would like to be addressed by the title that I earned. On February 1st, 2020, when I destroyed the so-called King of the Champions, uh, uh, Callers. And I am also president of what fan club? Can you please tell Miss Ashley what fan club am I, am I the president of? Julius Randall Julius fan. Randall fan. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I was once told by Kellerman that on July 1st last year, how the fans threw stones at him. He became a religious figure. Buddy, I just spent almost a year on the cross for this guy. I was the only one that believed in him. But before I answer the question, everybody wants to know, Serge, where you been? Right? I'm going to tell you where I've been, bro. I've been in the lab with my nephew, putting up shots, working on our game. We lost a couple of pounds, and we've been doing film studies. Let me tell you, we've been doing a lot of film studies, bro. And I sat him down. And I sat him down, and I let him watch every single episode of Nick's Fan TV, <laughs> every single disrespect, every single caller disrespected him. Oh Yo, God, and he bro. watched it, and as he ran up and down the court, I called him a bum. You're a bum. That's what they say. You're a bum. You got no IQ. And he put in the work. And bro. now he's here. You know what I'm saying? And now he's working. Like I told you he would last season. <laughs> what was his big problem? The turnovers. But y'all weren't looking at He was making passes that uh, y'all wasn't seeing. I was seeing it. And okay. I was trying to tell y'all. Okay. If you don't have an IQ, you don't make the kind of passes that he was making from time to time. Let me tell you something, bro. If you're surrounded by 30% shooters, who are you passing it to? Yep, You're the highest-paid player point. on the team in the biggest market in the world, wearing the heaviest jersey in all the NBA. Who are you passing it to? <laughs> you feel me? And then y'all got mad and I want to ship them out. You know what? Applications for the Julius Randle fan club are open. Ari will be taking the applications because it's a menial job. I don't do that. And Ari, it's too much for yeah. you and you need some help. Hire yeah. Trier because he's out of work Ooh. right now, and I know that's your boy. Everyone Ooh. have a happy new year. Peace. Ooh, Jay Ellis. 
Sir, the return of Sergio, and he comes with the fire, bro. The hammer just drops the hammer on Ari, bro. Everybody. You saw it coming, right? Yo, yeah, I saw it coming. Yeah, you knew it was coming. I, I, I called the surge resurgence two games. Yeah, I just let him rock. He hasn't been on the show for a while. I just let him go. You know what I'm saying? He he, he had a lot to say. I just had to let him go. I, <laughs> <laughs> what can you say, just, man? <laughs> Any thoughts, Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. I have, I have nothing to add. I have, I have nothing to add. The return of Sergio. Rate that call in the chat. One to five. One being the worst. Five being the best. The return of Sergio. Oof. Ah, Sergio Surgeons. That was a killer. So with that being said, Ari, what's up, man? Talk to us, man. How you feeling, bro? Oh, my God. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Um, I I didn't know Sergio was on the line. I was going to call in. (laughs) Because I felt like you were unfairly being tag-teamed by Ashley and uh, Jay Ellis. Um, I'm with UCP, man. I say trade Randall. And first, before I get into why I say trade Randall, let's let's, let's get one thing clear. First of all, number one, the only reason why anyone knows who Serge is is because he picked a fight with me. Okay, that's number one. Number two, number two, Serge... Was gone when you know Serge disappears when his guy isn't doing well, and then when he has to, his guy has two, three, four, four good games Ooh, in a row. He said he was running from him. Back. He said he was dodging him. James. I stay here. I'm here all the time. You can see me every game. I'm here. All right. I don't run and get and hide. Smoke. And because I'm scared of you know what what Julius Randle's coming. If you want, if you got a problem, you can come see me the next show. I don't disappear. <laughs> Uh, and, and disappear when uh, my guy's not doing well. So um, you know, you could you could be happy today, but you know, you know, we'll see, man. Listen, the real I'm happy. I want Randall to do well. I I, I hated on Randall because Randall was playing like trash last year, and he was playing like trash. I call it like I see it. He's playing a lot better now. Great. I that still means that you don't necessarily just because he's playing better doesn't mean you keep him. You trade him because we spent the eighth pick on Obi Toppin, who probably has a higher ceiling than Julius Randle. You, 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 trade, you, you trade him when his stock is high, right, so you can get more assets from him. And even if he does continue to play like this well, first of all, he's not going to continue to play this well because he's not going to keep on shooting nine from 13 from three, all right? So, like, that's not going to happen, all right? He's going to come back down to earth. He's probably not going to be as bad as he was last year, but not be as good as he is now. And you trade him while his stock is high, Give Obi some more shine. Add assets. We're not going to win with Julius Randle on our team. We're so far away from winning. It doesn't matter. It's great that he's playing well, mm. but you still got to trade him just like we traded Marcus Morris. If it wasn't for Marcus Morris, you wouldn't have Emmanuel wouldn't quickly, have quickly right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah. have to, we have to trade him for more assets and look at the future. And Serge, listen, you, you, if you're going to just show up only when you know <laughs> your guy does well, you know, I'm, I could tell you another P word, but it's not the playoffs. Let's just put it that way, buddy. Wow. Right, so that's all I got to say. Wow. And I'm Ooh. out. Ooh. Wow. Jails, the battle of the fans. It's chilly in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. It's, it's, it's been, it, it's, there's been a lot of smoke between these two. This is, you know, we, we had three battles between them. It's like three seasons wrongs of smoke. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's intense. Yes. It's, Listen, it's been long standing. I, Go ahead. 
I completely understand where everyone's coming from. Obviously, when you trade a player, you want to trade him when he's at his highest and get the most for him. But we also have to look at what is it that we're trading him for, one. Mm -hmm. And two, if we prematurely trade him without knowing what Obi can be. And obviously, I have high hopes for Obi. I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. I've wanted Obi for months. I've been rallying for him for months. I was going to be very upset. If the Knicks didn't draft him, there was word that I got from some other players that I know that the Trailblazers had their eye on him too, but obviously he didn't fall that low. Mm -hmm. But regardless of the fact is you have to look at one, like I said, what would you be trading him for? And two, if you prematurely trade him, what does that do for the progression of this team? And if you say nothing, then trade him. If you look at it and say, well, it could help, it could hurt rather the progression of this team and what we're trying to build then you really have to consider if it's such a bad thing holding on to him. It really really depends on what your end goal is at the end of the day, and that is with any trade. Exactly. Like, look what the the Knicks did when they played the Pacers, man. You see what happened when Randall came out the game and OB shot uh, how many threes (laughs) in minutes? Like, the team completely went downhill. And it's not to say that OB will never figure it out because I believe OB will eventually figure it out. But it's, 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 it's you gotta, we gotta, we gotta give it time, man. We gotta give it time. Put it in the oven, let it bake, see what happens, and we'll make the move later if we have to. Listen, I, I agree. I, I, I said it on the preseason prediction. I said Randall's the MVP of the team. Chat wanted to throw eggs my direction. I was just speaking the truth, JLs. You know what I mean? Without him, they, they'll be nowhere. You know what I mean? That the Bucks game they would have gotten washed. The Pacers game they would have gotten washed. Philly game they lost by twenty. They probably would have lost by forty if they didn't have him. You know. Um, what Ari was saying with the threes, I mean, yeah, you don't expect him to hit threes at, at this clip and continue at this clip, but I think the most important thing is just his overall decision-making. Right. Know, and that seems to be, it's early, but that seems to be on an uptick, and, and he's being more consistent, more intentional um, with how he's playing out there, not not trying to force things too much, making the extra pass, and I think that's going a long way for this team, for sure. You know it's funny too, CP? I remember we was doing an episode on... Um, Julius Randle before he officially joined the team, and we was talking about his three point percentages rising. Yeah, yeah. The Pelicans, and we was expecting that when he got here. Now we're not expecting something what he's doing now. It's insane, like over fifty percent from three. But we were expecting something closer to like, you know, the thirty five to thirty right. percent. And I, ex- I fully expect this three point shooting to come down to to earth a little bit. I'm not expecting him to shoot fifty percent. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. He's not Steph. He's not Steph Curry or anything. Like exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But if he's giving us what we thought we was going to get last year, like somewhere in the 35, 38% from three and then giving us the playmaking and then giving us the, uh, the, the moves down low, then I still feel like he'd be a good assets for a trade. Um, much, um, down the line. Like, yeah, I seriously, we, the, the, the trade deadline was well, not even February this year. I am what's, what's the trade? Deadline? Um, is it March? I got to double check. I think it's, it's the week before all-star, which is in March, March or the week yeah. after all-star. It's so it's March. in March sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we don't have to, like, I'm not even saying not to trade Julius Randle. I'm not, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying we. Okay. Absolutely. And that's a good point, too, that if he continues on the track that he's on and he continues to be the Julius Randle that we were expecting last season, he only gets better or remains somewhat at the same level. Obviously, you have games where you're a little bit worse than you were the previous season and things like that, or previous game and things like that, rather. But if he continues to at least stay on somewhat of an even plateau when it comes to his production with this team, there's no reason come March that we can't get for him. We can get for him in a week from now or two weeks from now. His stock's only going to continue to rise 
So what's the rush? And what is out there that you're trading him for? I'm just saying, man, it's, it's yeah. a dangerous game. It's a dangerous game that the, <laughs> Knicks, the Knicks don't <laughs> succeed. It. Pull the trigger. <laughs> they don't quick. succeed. You gotta pull You don't it, trust man. Leon TP. You, know, you, was, you saw they what didn't. He did. They did not draft. Oh, and I'm gonna get to the calls in a second. I'll just say this: they didn't draft Obi to put him on the bench. We know this, man. They didn't know. If that's the case, you should have got Vassell in here. You should have got even Halliburton in here because that's how you, you don't. They didn't. If you're doing that with Randall, you're not allocating your assets properly. Between the draft and free agency, you're not doing it right. You are you're acting like we're not playing OB at all, though. You're acting like we're not developing yeah. him at all. Well, act, well what, I'm, I'm, what saying. I'm saying is, number one, bringing him off the bench, you have to pair him with the proper point guard. And then number two, there's going to be times where they're going to overlap. And so far, it just hasn't worked because you're turning OB into the three. Or sometimes they play the four or the five, but in a couple minutes they did play the four and the five. I don't know. I, just, I feel like you're just acting like it's a permanent death sentence when it's not. But it, how do we know? How do we know exactly? I mean, if Obi hasn't played that many games, so how do we know based on the few games that he don't. has played that the two, that two of them can't coexist for I longer just, than just, the trade deadline? I we just, don't know. We don't. We don't. We don't. I just, know. We don't know. The Knicks exactly. have never been lucky with these things. This, man. I just this is what you do. When he comes off the bench, right, when he comes off the bench, you see what he has. We start stringing games together. Then that's the easier call to make. That's what I'm saying. If if Obi Toppin comes in 10, 15 games from now and he's balling out and he's looking, he's he's looking like the Obi Pop, the Obi Toppin we projected him to be, then that's a way easier call to make. That's all. <laughs> Absolutely. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All right. Wait to see what he does. And if he doesn't come on this year, give him half a season next year to see what he does before you make a call or what to do. All right, all right. We'll see, man. Let's see. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Over 3,000 in the chat, JLS. We are heavy tonight on this Knicks victory. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man, JLS from Nick Time Show. Special guest from the All In with Ashley Nicole podcast. Ashley Nicole Moss, diehard Knicks fan in the building with us. So make sure you guys hit that and thumbs everyone's, up. And I know everyone's coming at me crazy because I'm a Cowboys fan also. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's torture. Yeah, please. Don't, <laughs> even, don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. Um, If you guys are new in the chat, leave, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. Um, let me get back to the phones. Ton of ton of callers in here, Jails. Oh, let me yeah. get back to, um, let's go to the Lou. Jay from St. Louis. What's going on, bro? CP, Jay Ellis, Ashley, how you doing? You? What's what's good, bro? How what's you doing? What's going on, y'all? Man, it was a good game, man. I, I feel like with the Julian situation, uh, I'm with both sides, man. I feel like, yeah, we need to keep this going, see if he could possibly push us and, you know, maybe in a ninth or eighth spot. Um, and, I mean, we don't have to rush, you know, but, I mean, he does have to go. Just because, I mean, we got this rookie, man, and, and like CP said, if that was the case, we should have got in Halliburton. He doesn't look too bad right now. And a lot of people praise him as he's coming out, too. So if that was a situation, we should have did it that way. Um, I like Bullard's game, man. I don't I don't mind him, you know, shooting 15 times if he had to, you know, get, you know, six made. I think that's good for him. I think that's what we need for him, honestly. Um, Alfred with another good game. I mean, <sighs> Hopefully he can keep it up as well. I mean, by the deadline, I see him as another guy. If he keep it up, he'll be gone. So, hey, the mode, we here, baby. All right. In I, there. 
always repping St. Louis before he hangs up jails. You know what I mean? <laughs> Salute. Yes. Salute to the Mo. <laughs> yeah, look, but Bullock had a good game, man. But Bullock definitely had a good game. Um, I didn't think Peyton Peyton finished okay, but um, yeah. I thought I thought he had a typical Peyton game. Just kind of start this thing off, which I mean wasn't great, it wasn't terrible, but well, it wasn't great either. You know what I'm yeah, saying? First half was rough. Yeah, first, <laughs> first half was rough for him. First <laughs> half was definitely rough for Elf, but uh, it is what it is. All right, let's see who else we got here on the phones. Let's go to um, BK Jails. Let's go to Akil in the building. Akil, how you doing? Yo, you. Here. What's good, bro? Here, <laughs> yo. Uh, I just want to make a couple points on the game. Um, I think tonight missing Alec Burks. You know, it, it it shows that we don't really have no scoring off the bench. Granted that you know, we don't have Rivers or whatever. I tonight really highlights why you Tibbs has Alec Burks coming off coming off the bench and uh. Mitch got to hit the weight room, man. Yo, Drummond was out there in his full run. I thought he was about to take it too. It was ridiculous. But, um, you know, tw- 27 turnovers, you know, he's not going to win too many games like that, but the other team isn't going to shoot 20% from three. We're not going to have 27 right. turnovers at night. So, you know, you, you give me take. And with the whole Randall and top situation, it's, it's, it's hard, man. I'm about, to, I'm about to hop in my GM bag, yo, you know. It's, it's simple math, man. You always sell high, and you always sell low. So I, I, I got to side with you on this, but at, at the same time, you know, you, you know, it's really pivotal on, on top of development. So, you know, yeah. like JLS said, you, you want to buy some time for top, you know, to really hold. But at the same time, you know, with fans' value skyrocketing with the way he's playing, it's really tempting to, you know, I'm gonna just cut you off, bro, because you, you, your joint was kind of choppy. But you guys, you guys heard him for the most part, right? Basically, on the yeah, the whole Opie Randall debate. What say you, Jails? I mean, listen, man, I said it a million times. I'm, I'm gonna wait and see. But also, mm-hmm. too, it also, like I said, it also depends on who you're trading Julius Randall for, right? Because if you, um, I'm not just gonna trade him just to trade him when he's balling. Like that's that's to me, that's just weird. <laughs> if, if the guy is, is flirting yeah. doubles every night and you trade him for a guy who can do that, something similar in another position of need, because, you know, we, we probably still need a go-to scorer in a wing position, shooting guard or, 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 or point guard for that matter, then it makes sense to do that and then move Obi to the, to the, um, to the four. But if that's not what you're going to get. Then you wait and then bring Obi along even slower. Yeah. And then on his um, on his Burks point, yeah, you know, it was definitely missed, but but Bullock definitely picked up for it. So, um, you know, they they got the contribution there, and yeah, they did turn it over a bit, and and they got lucky that the Cavs weren't hitting their threes. So, um, one one of those nights, man, one of those yeah. nights, you just take advantage of it and try to get out of there with a dub. I wonder, I wonder what. Um... I wonder if teams are going to start doing this to the Knicks more right now, man, because it seems like if we pressure the ball with them a little bit, we, we can kind of hold and give give you turnovers. So I really hope quickly comes comes back. Uh, I'm not going to say quickly. As fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I've been trying not to say quickly myself, man, but you can't help it. Double quick. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom definitely needs to work on the pressure defense and the full court press because that gave us problems all night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And like you said, turnovers are a big thing, and you can get away with turnovers when you're playing a team like the Cavs or maybe yeah. even the Bulls that aren't necessarily the best teams in the NBA. But you definitely can't get away with turnovers like that if you're playing the Lakers or you know you're playing the 76ers or you're playing some other teams that are considered top tier in the NBA. And the Knicks average, I think, like 16 turnovers um, roughly per game, and today it was like 20 something. So like it was messy it was sloppy basketball was a sloppy win there were some good things in there that I noticed I'm sure other guys other fans you guys noticed as well but there is still a lot of work that needs to be done and turning that ball over is got to be at the top of the list you can't turn the ball over like that Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, let's salute some people in the chat. JL, salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs yes, up sir. button for you boys once again. I want to shout out. Um, I lost all my hashtag news. Chat is moving yeah, so fast. I, I can't you. see. But I, um, like, I can't find. Them. Yeah. <laughs> shout out John, Joe Garcia. Team hashtag news. Salute to Joe Garcia. Salute to Building Roots. Nick's Prime. Hector Moreno. What's going on? Attack is in the building. What's good? Attack. Alex F. Travis, how you feeling? Who, who you want to shout out, JLs? Oh man, I can't find any of my hashtag news. So I'm gonna just shout out <laughs> yeah. at the bottom. All right. <laughs> shout out Will from LI, Gregory Lee. Uh shout out to SK. I uh, mean, shout out to DJ Space Go. Shout out to you, Rich Jim D Nice. I oh, saw somebody new who's from like another YouTube channel. Oh my guy, young Simba said, Yeah, shout out to young Simba. <laughs> <laughs> always, always gotta hit the line. Always gotta do it. Always gotta do it. Yeah, cute. shout out to yeah, shout out to Chuck D as well, man. The rhyme animal. The rhyme shout. animal Chuck D never misses a show. He's in the chat right now. If you guys are public enemy fans, leave us a hashtag PE to salute right. Chuck D and public enemy in here. Definitely salute everybody in the chat. All right, let's get back to some calls. Let's go to um JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, how you feeling, bro? Hey. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, everyone? Yeah, CP, that's actually why I was calling, man. I was calling because, you know, about Randall. I was going to ask you if. You know, you think we should trade him or I'm with you though, CP. I'm with you and Ari. I think you trade him while the value as as you know, is high. And, you know, maybe a team could use him as a as a, even a you know, a five, you know, a small ball five or a four. You know, in a draft it's this is still a rebuild. You know, if you can get a first round pick, you know, it's probably not gonna be top ten obviously. But maybe you got a pick in the low twenties that it ends up being something like that in a draft that looks as good as next year's. You know, so I just think you know, he's playing great. The spinning is gone from his arsenal. Maybe the coaches got to him about that. No, I don't even think he's done that maybe once so far this year. So I just think, you know, I think the best thing is to trade him. Like you said, CP, we just drafted a power forward to be, you know. Yeah, to be your starter. Like, well, you know, the iron's hot. You know, his value's not going to get much better than it is right now. Yeah. So, no, I just think that's definitely the best way to go with Randall. You know, I just think that's the best route to go. Agreed. You know, Agreed. Deal. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call, JJ. This is my point, what JJ's saying, right? Um, you drafted OB. Per- perfect example, right? Ashley, you cover the heat. They drafted okay. Precious Achua, right? Achua. Achua, uh-huh. right? There's no chance. <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't draft him to ultimately replace, um, what's my guy's name? The, the, the beast. Bam. Right, you drafted him. He's gonna come off the bench for you for some time. Yeah, the, the, the situation with Obi, it's not about Randall having. It's not about having to trade him, having to trade because we know he's playing well. Right, obviously in the normal circumstance, you're not gonna look to trade a player that's playing like this. But this is not a normal circumstance. You just went into the draft and with the eighth pick, 
where you where you're trying to trust your future, Jay Ellis. You drafted somebody that plays the same position. Yes, but I think the difference what? here, though, mm-hmm. is also Bam, for example, just signed his extension. So you already know he's not going anywhere. The right. team's locked into him, and he's locked into that team. With Obi, though, he's a rookie. And with rookies, there's room for error. And with rookies, sure. you don't know what you're going to get until you see them produce day in and day out. And unfortunately, with Obi, you're kind of robbed of that ability because he's hurt right now. So you don't really know what he's going to look like. You don't know what he's going to produce like. You don't know what he's going to look like when he gets back from being hurt. So it puts you at kind of this limbo situation where if you make a move too soon, it could be detrimental to your team. But if you don't make a move at all, then you run the risk of not getting Randall at his highest trade value. So unlike what's going on in the Heat, obviously you know that the guy that you draft is not going to replace Bam. That's your guy. With the Knicks, it's different because you have a rookie, you have a guy who's been in the system who necessarily was not the guy that you wanted him to be last season, but now he's starting to show signs of that. And the real question is, is do you let him continue that on that path, on that track, if you will? Or do you just prematurely trade him and let Obi come in and hope that he is what you need him to be right away? That's a situation that everybody's kind of 50-50 on. If you ask me, I'm a big fan of letting players progress and not making premature trades that could be detrimental to my team. It's the same reason I don't think the Heat should trade for Harden and that whole mess that they're talking about. It, it really depends on what your immediate goal is. And that's the question for the Knicks. What is their immediate goal? What she said. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see, man. Interesting, interesting debate indeed. Uh, back to it. Illa, what's going on, bro? Illa from Canada. What up, man? Yo, Jay Ellis, Ashley, welcome to Knicks Fan TV. But Ashley, I got something to say to you. You rocking uh-huh. that Ewing jersey on Instagram almost looks as good as me rocking my Iggy jersey. <laughs> but listen, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm talking about the game. Thibodeau, I like what I'm seeing from Thibodeau, and that's discipline. That's something we haven't had in a while, man. The defense is up to par. You know, there's somewhat of a balance, but, you know, it's a work in progress. R.J. Barrett, don't worry about R.J. Barrett. Once he gets his mid-range and his jump shots, it's over. And listen, like every coach and every player, they all have their flaws. Coach Thibodeau's flaw is not giving Iggy any minutes. But listen, <laughs> I got a bowl of Doritos here. I want to finish up, so I'll let you guys do your thing. Peace. <laughs> Yo, it was crazy, man. The Canadian homer. That's what we're going to start calling him, J.S., the Canadian homer. But, um... You know, with Tibbs, you know, the accountability, that's what you're seeing from him, the accountability. And as soon as he doesn't like something, JLS, he's calling that timeout quickly. Like, he's not worrying about it. Like, as soon as they blow a play, blow an assignment, or he feels like the momentum is at stake of being turned, he's calling that timeout, you know, and trying to make those adjustments. And you got to like what you're seeing from Tibbs so far, uh, how they're reacting to him, to him on defense. Again, how they're moving without the ball offensively and, and how he's just managing the game overall. You, you got to be impressed with it. Yeah, man, only only a few games in. He's already doing better than all the coaches we've had in the last. It's refreshing, man. It's refreshing. Dan Gundy, yeah, like it's he's refreshing. really doing well. You, you see the habits that are already being formed. You see every time. Um, you already see hands up every time on defense, every single time. You see the deflections are up. You see the ball movement is there. I fully believe that if we had an actual coach, while Julius Randle was here earlier, maybe we would be in this situation mm-hmm. right now. We would actually know what we have him 
in Julius Randle earlier. So kudos to, to Tiz, man. Uh, everything is advertised. Plays defense, coaches hard, yeah. and also doesn't trust many players. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. A deep, a deep tonight, man. So that that's uh, Tibbs' mo. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Still mm-hmm. rocking strong, twenty seven hundred in the chat. Um, Ash, you were saying something. I just think also it's important to notice, and I don't know if you guys you guys have noticed it, but the players react well to Tibbs. Yeah. It's a good yeah. line of communication, and that's something that I think that we've been missing within the Knicks organization was that connection between coach and player. And it's hard to come by it. it you know, you, I've only seen it a handful of times, you know, covering basketball in my career. I see it a lot with coach Spo and his teams that he's coached over the years. You see it with Ty Lue and the teams that he's coached. There are a few teams that and a few coaches rather that really have that kind of repertoire with their players. And Tibbs just seems to be a guy that can speak to these, players on this Knicks team and that is what we need and that's a great point if he were here a season prior we may have a different Julius Randle and maybe we wouldn't have drafted Obi Toppin maybe it would be a totally different draft but this is where we are and if anybody can figure out how to utilize them both and let's not forget Julius Randle I know it seems like he's been in the league for a very long time he's only like 25 years old 26 26, 25 years old so I mean he's not old (laughs) he has a lot he hasn't hit his ceiling yet and I think if anybody can kind of crack into the type of player that he can be, it's Tibbs. Well said. Well said. Uh, let's get back to the phones. Let's go. To, let's go to my guy, Worldwide West, in the building. What's going on, bro? What's going on, CP, J. Ellis, Young Ash? How y'all like tonight, man? Uh, happy New Year, my dude. How you feeling, bro? Wonderful, man. Happy New Year to you too, man. I'm gonna get right to business. I'm gonna address all the Randall Mania going on right now you know um i mean i commend him he, he's been he had a good early start to the season and you see the difference that a, a, a real coach makes who sits down and breaks down film and tells him this is how we want you to play and, and i like that he's using a whole different approach to the game uh, i was really excited when he made this one play i don't know if you remember when he actually called for a pick from um, mitchell robinson but he did that not to look for a pick and roll for himself he did that to free up rj because rj was sitting in the corner and he wanted to get Mitch out of the paint. So that shows me that he's looking to get his teammates involved, particularly R.J. Barrett, which a lot of us and the fans have been calling and screaming for, you know, which is a good thing. But let's not get carried away here. You understand? We drafted, we drafted Obi Topping, and one of the things with Obi Topping was that he was coined as a guy who was ready to play now. He's older. He's 22 years old. Jay Ellis, I love you. At the time show, shout out Let's to them. But Let's any talk West. about giving them a three-year extension, we're going to have to start instituting, you know, testing for bad substances because <laughs> third year, can't not put um, Obi on the bench for another three years. Oh, hold up, hold up, Wes, hold, hold up, Wes, hold up. Just a clarification, just a clarification. He was saying to pick up the third-year option, the team option for next year. It's only it's $4 million, um guaranteed, but they could also pick up the whole thing. So that I think they have until well they're gonna probably oh. move the deadline, but they have until June twenty something to, to make that decision on it. Exactly. All right. So my apologies because that that's not that's not an absurd uh, notion. He was about to frame you. Yeah, he was about to another year to let him develop. That <laughs> that's that's yeah. I, I, that's that's not a bad idea. Put him on the bench for one more year, but you like put him on the bench for three years. When you know he's a 22 year old player, you want to see what he can what he can do before he signs that next contract extension. He's going to be 27 when he signs his first extension. 
as opposed to a lot of guys who are 22, 23. So you want to kind of get the most out of them out of this first contract is all I was saying. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much my sentiment. And you want to sell high, as another caller said. You want to sell high. And, you know, no team is going to look to trade until, you know, at least two, three weeks before the midpoint of the season. So, of course, we're not going to jump the gun right now. We're going to see how he does. Hopefully, he continues to play this way. But you absolutely have to sell high. And you got to secure an asset in the 2021 draft because you have to keep the big picture at hand. All right? It's a big picture. You can't get, you can't get caught up in shiny things right now. Julius Randle is that shiny thing. But long-term, as far as, you know, acquiring another pick in the 2021 draft can go longer and further than, um, you know, re-signing Julius Randle, in my humble opinion. Well, we'll pick taking my get- call. I'm going to listen to your response. I'm watching this episode in high D 4K. Let's go. <laughs> no doubt. I appreciate it, bro. What were you saying, Jails? I said, what pick are we getting in the 2020? Like, that's another question. Like, if you, yeah, like, because, like, all the, what they're saying, the meat, the meat is in what, one to eight, one to 10 is what they're saying. So, like, what pick mm-hmm. are you getting in the 2021 draft? Are you going to get somebody in that draft who's going to give you 2010 and contribute to winning? Like, that's another question, too. Like, it depends on where in the 2021 draft you're getting that pick at. Yeah, and also, are you going to get somebody that's NBA ready? Just because you get him in the draft doesn't mean he's ready to go right then and there. It may take a year to develop him, so that's another thing. Um, I think that's a question that all franchises have to kind of look at when they're drafting, and that's another reason why you have to really be careful what you do with Julius Randle because you may draft somebody who has star potential, who can be on the fran, who can be part of the franchise for the long term the and can help you put up points and can be the future. It may not happen that season. That's after he's drafted. So you may need more veteran talent. You may need more veteran points to surround your rookies around. So it, again, that it's another reason why trading somebody is not so easy. It's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. True, true story, man. True story indeed. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. JLS, you know, my guy Eric Kang in the chat just asked if we're going to do another giveaway. Last week, or, or the last show rather, Ari came away as the winner. But we have breaking news to tell the chat. I, I spoke to Ari earlier tonight and he said he, he said he wanted to give it away. He wants to give away um, his, his snap back, back to the chat. He wants to give back to the people, JLS. So we re we regifting. We're regifting. Yes, it is. We're, st- we're still in the season. We're still in the season. So Ari is regifting his snapback. So tonight we're gonna give away a Knicks fan TV snapback. New in stores. Get yours today. And um, yeah. So Dave, if you put the the giveaway form in the chat, we'll do another drawing before the show ends, and uh, we'll get somebody a Knicks fan TV snapback. New in stock. Hit that thumbs up button, feed boys. Let's go. All right, back to the phones. Let's see what we got here. Let's go to let's go to Belize, Jay Ellis. Okay, it's Ooh. a little cold up here in New York. Let's go to Belize, Peter. What's going on, man? The only hey. Knicks fan in Belize. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Belated Merry Christmas, man. <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas, bro. How you doing? Yeah, and a happy New Year. You know, you, you know what what I what I think of us Knicks fans. We're 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 that type that's in a, a abusive relationship for so long, <laughs> and, then, and then we and then we finally get away and we and we get somebody good, we and then we always man. think about that abusive relationship that we that we that we have trust issues. Self sabotaging. That it. is that, that is pretty much us. Yeah, yeah. You no, so we, we're finally out of an abusive relationship, and we're looking to get rid of good pieces. 
I I I think that that we're that, that we're looking at this thing the, the wrong way. I think we, we we should we should definitely pick up the option on Randall. And 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 the last time I I called him, I did mention about who is going to be that Joakim Noah from the Bulls that 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 uh, Tibbs had. And and I was saying. Is it gonna 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 be Mitch? But it's not turning out to be Mitch. It's turning out to be Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. The guy averaged a triple double last night uh, I, I, against the the Bucks. Not, not last night, but I, against the Bucks. He turned out a, a pretty good performance again tonight. So he is showing that he has the ability to be that 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 uh, point forward that we need. We we don't necessarily have a point center, but we have a, a point forward. That that that's uh, pretty much the the uh, same thing as that Joaquin Noah. So why would you trade that? I don't I don't think that that we should trade Julius Randle. I think we should be looking at whose stock is also high, and that's Mitchell Robinson. That's the guy that I think that we could get a real haul for, yeah. either to get a first round draft pick, uh, try probably eat up some some overpaid player and and get a first round draft pick. Or get a person draft pick and another prospect center mm-hmm. that we could try and and uh, de- develop because there's just pretty much one more year that, that we have to look at at our Mitch and then we're going to have to pay him twenty to thirty million dollars because every, every, everybody's basically getting overpaid in the NBA anyway. So why not? Mm-hmm. Why, why would we think that Mitch is not going to command mm-hmm. anywhere between what Clint Capella is making about eighty million and and probably up? So, so we definitely the minimum for Mitchell Robinson in his next contract is probably gonna be about eighteen, and I, I know. All right. You know, so I, I don't think that we should trade Randall. We should definitely pick up the the option. He, he's pretty young, has a lot of miles on on the on the uh, tires. He's turning out to be Joaquin Noah or, or the Joaquin Noah that, that that we need. You know, he's not the defensive center. Um, you know uh, that, mm-hmm. that that Joachim is, but he's showing that passing uh, ability. You know, and that and that is what we we are basically right. need. Right. And then appreciate of course, the call, look- appreciate the call, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think he's kind of overrating Mitch a little bit, Jay Ellis. Yeah, um, might be might be the weather in Belize, man. I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's nice down there, but I, he's probably overrating uh, Mitch a little bit. But in terms of Julius, you know, kind of being that that point forward that Tibbs is kind of looking for in the offense, you know, that big that has that you know playmaking passing ability. Certainly, it's there. Fizz, yeah. Fizz, you know, be, let's be fair, Fizz. Gave him that role last year. He just didn't handle it well. I don't think he yeah. adjusted well to it. And that's why, you, you know, you had a lot of mistakes. You had a lot of bad turnovers. But this year, whether it's Tibbs or Kenny Payne, they seem to kind of have him, you know, comfortable in, in offense right now. And, yeah. And playmaking. Yeah. Fizz had a good idea, bad execution. Uh, not, not an ex in those guys, but he's kind of just like, hey, this is what we should do. He's the broad vision guy, but he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not really good at the details. Man. Yeah. That's- <laughs> and details details are everything especially in the nba you know overall i think that's another thing that i'm looking at more with tibbs than the wins and losses column for me is the details the details in the coaching you know when i've watched him it, although it's only been a couple of games i've been paying attention to the details and you can see that he pays attention to the details and that is a difference maker with any coach i mean it's one of the things i make 
that makes Steve Kerr such a great coach, in my opinion, is that he pays attention to the details. He's always two steps ahead. And with Tibbs, I think that the thing about him is that he knows that this team is not there yet, but he's not treating them like they're not there yet. And that is a difference maker. He has them going out there every single day, believing that they can win. Mm -hmm. And that is what you see when they get on that court is that they play like they believe that they can win. I mean, who would have thought we would have beaten the Bucs and blown them out by 20-something points? Yeah. I mean, you have a team that everybody is counting out, that the fans are counting out, the media is counting out. They're not expected to do anything. Going out there and winning games like that, that's a testament to the coaching and whatever goes on in practices and in those meetings. And that is just something you have to continue to build upon while this season continues to progress. It's just it's a necessity. Yeah, definitely. And and didn't you say that the Bucks took their uh frustration out on the heat tonight, right? Oh, yeah. they the heat listen. Up? Listen, Bucks I don't know if anybody I think they I don't know what the final the record was, but I think they had the record for most three pointers in the NBA. I think it was like 31, 32 in a game. Wow. I mean, it was a fifty one point or forty eight point difference in the score. It was listen, they were big mad from that Nick though. Okay, they took it out. They, was, <laughs> they came out they looking like the Warriors. Listen. <laughs> That Knicks next that Knicks Bucks game is circled on their calendar. Trust me, we got to be prepared for that game for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, they, now they're gonna come you out of this place, and you already know. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me nothing. We were winning the championship after that game. I oh, was champ- lit all day. <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. Was I was powerful. like, we winning the chip now. Did you see what we did to the Bucks? You just paid Giannis $225 million. You saw how the Knicks just rolled over. Right? Just taking the chip yeah. to say something else. That's a fact, man. Had him in a frenzy. Had him in a frenzy, man. I love it. Uh, I absolutely love it, man. Um, So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got the snapback form is going through the chat. Make sure you guys sign up. We're going to be giving that away in a couple of minutes. We have them. We got the hats in in black, navy, and white. So, um, So, yeah, go ahead and make sure you guys sign up. Get you a fresh Next Fan TV snapback for 2021. All right, let's hear from a couple more callers before we wrap. A lot of calls in the queue. Let me hear from somebody I hadn't heard from yet. Let me hear from, um, let's go to the A. PMAC, what's going on? PMAC, what's going on, bro? What's going on, CP? Jay Ellis, thumbs up, fellas. All right. Nice to have Ashley on the show. But, but CP, I am calling to officially give you your pink slip, brother. <laughs> what? You how you, are how you can fire me from this? <laughs> you you are playing checkers and Leon Rose is playing chess. Oh, here we go. The last 20 years, you are doing what other Nick GMs were doing. Julius Randle is doing exactly what we need him to do. 20 points, 8, 9 assists, 7, 8 rebounds. By the time the trade deadline comes, he's going to be a perfect candidate to be traded. But I don't mind if we hold on to him another year what do you think i mean if it's if it's for another year i mean jl's kind of talked me off the ledge with that one if it's for another year i would consider but i still think listen there were other this is not as i mentioned with the heat example right the heat can afford to make a move like a precious because they have their other positions stacked up already 
The Knicks need talent across the starting lineup. They need a point guard. They need a three. If the if if you are even leaning towards keeping Julius Randle, there was no point in taking Obi with the eighth pick when you had Vassell there. You had Halliburton there. You had a ton of options there at the eighth pick, JL. You had Denny Abdia there if you wanted him. He's doing all right right now. You had a ton of options. Obi was not the pick at eight if you're even considering taking Randle. That's all I'm saying. He's playing very well right now. I love what he's doing. I love wins. Love to see him playing well. And love to see him leading the team. He's doing exactly what we need to be doing, as PMAX said. But again, if you're even leading towards keeping him, there was no point in taking Obi. I'm sorry. There was no point. There was no now point. Now, here's the flip side. Go ahead. Obi, Obi hasn't Obi has shown that he's durable enough to even play right, in the league. Yeah, okay. He's already hurt. And he was the most condi- or the best conditioned player coming into training camp. So what's that about? I love you guys. Keep up the good work. New York South. Appreciate it, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we have to be done it. You're going to debate this issue. Death damn it. Yeah, hey. no, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's my other point, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of the reason why people were saying we need to get talent here, we need to get point guards here, you can shoot, is to make every all the other guys around them better so they can get into that winning mentality, so they can feel good about themselves, and they can develop properly, right? That's, that's a whole nother... You know, reason why we're trying to get talent here. Now, if you take Randall away now while he's doing his job a little bit too soon and put us back in the hole where we're struggling to win 10, 15 games, don't you think it kind of reverses the process? Why not hold on and extend him for that one year and bring Obi along slower? Let him let him have that pressure. Let him get, get the pressure off his back. And like I said earlier, if he's performing well in the beginning – in those 10, 15, 20 games, and you're like, all right, we got something here, then that's the easier decision to make. And then you can still flip Randall for something else later. Like, it, 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 like I don't I don't think it's a I don't think it's a, a lose situation for me. Unless and you say, okay, get a pick. Unless we get a top 10 pick, all right. If you if you give me a, a, a top 10 pick, and then I might have to, I would pull that trigger. But are we getting a top 10 pick for Julius Randall? No. When you say when you say slow down the process do you mean in terms of the future or in terms of this season because this season the process isn't to make the playoffs let's be honest I know like we talk a lot and we joke and we laugh but that's not the end goal so you're talking over the long term slowing down the process yeah I'm talking about slowing down the process of development right like you want to create winning habits and when you don't have players who can who can fulfill specific roles um winning, winning becomes harder so like guys like Knox whose role is to just come in there shoot corner threes and we don't have Julius Randle to command those double teams to kick it out to him all of a sudden his role becomes harder so does Frank so does everybody else's who's not um a a a guy who can carry a team so that's that's what I'm saying if he's finally doing his role he's finally making people better we'll be one through last year why not keep him for as long as possible until we can trade him and bring Obi along slower I agree with you. I 100% agree with that take. I mean, that's something that I'm in favor of, not just with the Knicks, but with most teams. I think when you have rookies, there's no reason to rush them and put them out there, especially when you have the benefit of being on a team that's not looking to be a championship contender this season. Now, if you were on a team like the Lakers and you're looking to be a championship contender and go back, then that puts a little bit different pressure on who's on the roster and who's not. But when you're on a team like the Knicks right now, who's looking to build and who's looking to head in that direction, 
you have a little bit more breathing room, a little bit more leg room when it comes to progression and teaching guys. And I don't have an issue, truthfully. I don't see a problem with Obi pulling a bam and sitting on the bench and being behind Randall. I don't have a problem with that. I don't think there's a reason to push him out and get rid of Randall and put all the pressure on Obi Toppin. I don't think there's anything wrong with letting him develop at a slower rate because it's not necessary for him to do it faster. If it were a different situation and this was a team, like I said, that needed to win this season and needed to win fast, then I would say then you have to make a decision and have to be quick and don't make the wrong one. But we're not in that space. We're in a more comfortable position. So why not take advantage of that while we're in it? All right. All right. I just, I just, <laughs> we'll, we'll pick it up. We'll pick it up. We'll, we'll be here for my guy, Jay from Florida. Let's we'll hear what Jay got to say. Jay, what's up, man? Talk to me, man. Yo, run it up for your boys. Hit that, hit that thumbs up. Hit that subscribe. All that. Listen, bro. In the words of the great Jay-Z with Randall, we don't believe you need more people. <laughs> this is all water under the bridge. He did the same thing with N.O. He got the big deal from Sucker Mills. He balled out, averaged 18 points, 40% from three. Same thing. He just trying to get a little contract for his son, Kaka, and his wifey so he can take him <laughs> home to Dallas and enjoy his life. There's nothing sustainable about Julius Randle right now. The schedule is soft. We ain't playing nobody too crazy. Y'all seen the Orlando Magic? Your man Voyager's got the Magic either the eighth or the ninth seat every year in the sixteenth pick. Nothing sustainable. They do nothing every year because Voyager is a decent enough player to get him at least to the eighth seat every year. This is what we have with Randall. If y'all want sustainable winning, we gotta build through the draft, hopefully eventually through free agency. That's how I see it. Call me crazy, shout out my boy Ari. We on the same wave. Shout out my boy from Brooklyn. We on the same wave. Randall is fooled. Oh, I call it contract Randall. When a contract's <laughs> coming up for the year, he balls out. It's nothing sustainable. I'm gone. And, and Jails, you know, you, you know, Jay's trying to move him come hella high water. He's trying to get in the draft early. No playoffs. Jay's not playing games, bro. He wants Cade. He's trying to fade for Cade. He wants BJ Boston. Jalen Suggs. I, I, I see what's happening. He, yeah, he, he's in that top five, man. So he, right. he wants Randall gone hella high water, bro. All right, yeah, top five, top five. I see what's happening. Okay. By by any means. No, the the schedule's going to get tougher. Um, They got the Raptors coming up New Year's Eve down in Tampa. I think, I don't know if Jay's going to be at that game. He's from Tampa, so um, I'm not even sure if they're going to be allowing fans. But, um, but yeah, they got the Raptors coming up on New Year's Eve. So, yeah, the schedule's going to get tough. That Bucks game was a good one. The Raptors still haven't won, by the way. They're still winless. A winless Raptor team. Winless Raptor team. Yeah, so yeah. they could they could be getting their best shot, man. You never yeah, know. He, he needs to put some respect on that Bucks when he acting like we had an easy schedule. We had, he played the Pacers and the Bucks, the Pacers, game. Sixers, and Bucks. It's come on, it's coming and, and out and the gate. Like that's that was that was not light work. Yeah, <laughs> not not light work at all. Um, on the game, did we talk about Frank at all, Jails? We did not talk. About did we talk about Frank? What, what do you think about Frank? You know, quickly. Um, we had nobody. No quickly. No DSJ. What'd you think about Frank's minutes at the backup? No Burks. What'd you think about Frank's minutes at the backup? Um, okay. I wanted him to shoot a lot more than what I saw today, man. Yeah, Clyde was even tough. He was like, shoot, shoot the ball. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I was pissed. Oh my god! Like, I don't know how you shoot four for four the last game and then you come out timid. Yeah, like he he has the stroke. Just just let it go, man. I, 
I want I want so much for this kid to win, but he he has to want to win himself, man. Like, and yeah. I, I I do feel like the defense is there, like it always is, for Frank. Um, he did hit the shots that he was supposed to take, but he just needs to be a little bit more aggressive and shot hunt just a little bit. <laughs> he's he's got to let that go. He's shackling himself. Yeah, he, he's got to let oh, that go, fat. man. He's got to let he's, that go. He's, he's walking on eggshells, yeah. man. He knows everyone's fed up with him. He knows he's on everyone's mock trade list. Yeah. Like every year, he's walking on. He's walking on eggshells. Every that man year. is scared for his position, scared for his life, and I don't blame him. All that chit chat, he's got to hear some of it. Yeah, like it's got to come back to him. Like everyone wants to ship him to this team, that team. He knows Clyde Frazier's had enough of him. Like it's, <laughs> it's shoot just, the ball, it's, shoot, shoot the ball, Like it's just, he's just that man is just a shell of himself. Like yeah, uh, I'm not sure, man. You know, he's not getting any, you know, separation off the dribble. JL is he's, he's scared to drive. He was scared to take dots. He should he should have manned up on Dotson, man. He had Dotson on him a couple times. You know, he should have tried to play Dotson. Uh, missed a couple opportunities to just shoot wide open looks. The guards are six one guarding him. CP, he's yeah. six five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, shoot! You can shoot right over them with your tippy toes. Like, you know, he. Um, <laughs> I like the he. He's got that foul line mid range popping. You know where he comes off the curl and kind of shoots that free throw. Extended. Yeah, he needs to patent that move. Like, let that be a go to move. It looks so smooth yeah. when he does it. Yeah. He does. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah, we've seen it for the third year now, and and um, he could really use that as his like go to move. Um, but he just it, it's you could see why coach after coach has had an issue with his playing time because like Alan Hahn said when he came on the show, you just don't know what you're gonna get from him night in and night out. And it's funny because you if you watch Julius Randle, I'm watching him. He passes the ball to everybody but Frank. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. he does. Frank will come out, see the shot, next play down the road, Frank be open. Bro, did Man. you see that, that one picture? The one picture from the Bucks game where Frank oh pulled up for a jumper and Julius was like, they had Julius right in the middle. He was in the middle of Frank and the defender, and Julius was like wincing at the jumper. Yo, even the way Frank puts his hand out for the pass is like passive. Like yeah. he doesn't be like when when Julius has the ball, he goes. Like he doesn't yeah. like put your hands out. Like stay confidence, with your chest, man. Greg. Like come it's, on. it's like, confidence. Even in his passes, sometimes that. he throws some soft passes too. Go ahead. Ed. Oh Go ahead. my gosh. I, I hate to I hate to say it, but expect Frank to be back in France or somewhere else because he got to yeah. go. I'm not, I'm <laughs> like Frank sure. got to go. The he, time, the time, the the sand in the hourglass. Might be running out. Might be running out. It's it's, it's yeah. a wrap for you. No man. better you opportunity gotta, than now. No oh, more opportunity than now. They went eight man. deep. He has the shot. Just take it. Yeah. What's the saying? You don't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Frank, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. You got to go, Frank. <laughs> it's Frank, time to Frank go. got to get that confidence, man. Oh, yeah, his time might be running out for sure. The time might definitely be running out. Um, all right, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How many people we got rocking? Over 2,500. Salute to everybody, wherever you guys are calling in from. Throw your cities in the chat. Let us know where you guys are checking in from. We heard from people from Belize, Canada, Brooklyn, all over the world. So we out here international JL. So definitely appreciate everybody for coming out. Knicks win. Yep. 95-85 over the Cavs. 2-2 two and two on the campaign. Next game is uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve against... The Raptors down in Tampa, so hopefully they could uh, keep it rolling. Led by the MVP, Julius Randle. So let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> Put some respect all on star, All stars, Julius. Yeah. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap. Let me go to, um. let's go to Walter from New York. Walter, how you doing? 
Hey, what's going on? Yo, what's up, Walter? How you feeling, bro? BP. What's going on, Jay Ellis? What's going on? Ashley, welcome to the to the best Knicks fan TV channel on the broadcast. <laughs> but CP, I got to tell you, you're wilding. <laughs> we, all the time. All the time, all the fans complain about free agents not wanting to come to New York. Y'all complain about free agents not wanting to come to New York. We get a potential all-star, 26 years old, balling with assists. Points, rebounds, defense, and we're talking about trading him? Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. They go out all-star right there. Groom him. Put shooters around him. Okay. Let's go New York. Okay. Know when you have something. Okay. We're so we're so destroyed. We're poisoned. We have a star in the making. Embrace it. Don't trade him. <laughs> oh. Then he goes somewhere else and become an all-star. We're going to look at them like, why what, he didn't do that here? What a difference a he year did. makes. Three games. Let's Three go <laughs> games. <laughs> this has been an experiment in psychology, I love it. I love people. It. This, this has so been a psychology, game. people. It's been an it's it, it, it's a it's an experiment, Jails. What oh a difference God. a year I makes. Four games it. in, they're it. ready to give him the keys to the city, Jails. I love the divide. <laughs> I love the divide. I love the divide. They are ready to give him the keys into the city. Rate that call in the chat one through five. I want to see something real quick. They're ready to give him the keys to the city, bro. I love it. <laughs> Look again, I you know people people may think it's hating this and the third. Again, I I love what I'm seeing from him. It for us that cover the games every night. Of course, you want to see that. You want to see him leading them to wins. It, it makes this interesting. We got three thousand people in here talking about this, so it makes for a good show. You always want to see see him succeeding. My mm-hmm. point is, if you want to go longer in the years with them, you botch the draft. I don't think there's any way any any other way around it. Jails, you botch the draft. And that's another important piece of team building. It's another important piece of team building. That's all I'll say. I don't I don't want to relitigate it for too long, but that's all I'll say. How many draft picks we have in the next? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we have those. We have those, but everyone counts. Everyone counts. And on a team that we don't have the depth, right? Like Golden State could have went in and went for LaMelo or Edwards or Wiseman. It wouldn't have mattered because they, they had their big three. This is before Clay got hurt, right? They already had their foundation. Miami, same way. They have Butler. They have Bam. They have Drogic. They have Hero. All that, all, their whole five is set. They can draft mm-hmm. anybody they want and add depth to their bench, and it wouldn't matter. They'd be set. They'd be good to go. The mm-hmm. Knicks, where they needed, you have Vassell going off. You have... <laughs> You know, this Halliburton's still a mixed bag. Some people still want to get at me because he's playing well. But, you know, I, I want to see some more. But all, all I'm saying is that there are other positions of need. And if if you are going to go longer with Randall, then there was no point in getting OB. That, that's just my point. I feel you. My point is always, right now, wait and see, buy time. All right. Move when the time is right. <laughs> all right. All right. No doubt. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Let's, let's, give, let's do the giveaway. <laughs> And then um, we're going to hear from the closer of the night, Jails and Ashley. We're going to hear from Jay Boogie tonight. Yes. All right. So I'm going to oh, give Frank you. Jay Boogie. Yeah. Salute <laughs> to Jay Boogie, man. So 
Um, while I gather these names up, Jay, let's just go ahead and um salute some people in the chat. Or Ashley, if you want to salute. Oh, yo, we got to do super chat. We did we shout out yeah, super chat. Yeah, go ahead, bro. You can you can start doing yours, and then I'll um get to my right. for the night's over. All right, yo, shout out to some Michael Parker. It says salute to Knicks Nation. Mm-hmm. Five dollars super chat. Uh, shout out to Mister Chill sends a five dollars super chat. Shout out to my guy SK supporting hard sends a five dollars super chat. He says shout out to everyone who makes this possible. Thanks, guys. It adds to be. It adds to the fun. Okay, got it. No doubt. Shout out to my guy. <laughs> I couldn't read for a second. Shout out to my guy Rodney Sannon from Brooklyn. That's my boy. He says, "What's what's hoping? Was hoping Knox gets more playing time? Yeah, only played 16 minutes today. Anybody on the bench only got 16 minutes today. We already see what Tibbs is doing. Shout out to you, Rodney. Gregory Lee sent a five dollar super pat five dollar super chat. He says, "No Julius slander." <laughs> Nope. <laughs> we're getting, going to the playoffs i'm getting ripped for my frank slander i'm getting ripped for my frank slander <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful actually i mean there's a frank hive in there the frank haters are heavy yeah, in the, the, chat frank, too, the frank boy. hive is listen the frank hive is lurking because yeah. i'm getting some smack for talking about listen i gave frank a, i gave frank plenty of opportunities yeah plenty I'm, of opportunities I was cringe. So I knew, I knew the Frank Hive was getting ready to throw eggs, man. I, I knew they were, they were going to take umbrage with that one. See, I'm how, part much, of, how much How much longer am I supposed to give Frank? How much more time am I supposed to give him? Let me know. How I'm much par- more time does he need? <laughs> I'm partial member of the Frank Hive. This is Frank Hive and the Frank the Frankensteins. I'm not part of the Frankensteins. The Frankensteins are people who think like Frank is a god and he's going to be the next Jason Kidd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had we had a guy talking about Penny Hardaway the last yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, right? somebody called him Penny Hardaway. God, Frank Hive, I think he be a serviceable a serviceable player in the NBA who can be a 3 and D guy, play some spot minutes in the point guard, but right now my man is not shooting. Just not on the Knicks. You gotta go somewhere else and do that. Yep. You gotta go elsewhere <laughs> and do that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> not saying he's trash. Just saying he can't be on my court. That's all. Like I'm in the hive. I'm in the hive. But you know, I, I just want to see Frank step his game up. I just want to see him get some confidence, man. That's all right for sure. Oh, shout out to Emmanuel Walker too. He sends a 9.99 super chat. Nice. And also Chuck the final super chat says. Randall is 26. You can't win 30 games with 25 and unders. Maturity and body needed in tip system. NY takes 1,000 days to handle maybe less empty areas. All right. All right. So the rant, the raw animal, he's all in with Julius, man. He's all in with Julius. Well, listen, yeah, he's, you're right. He's only 26. I definitely hear that. I definitely hear that. All right. <clears throat> it feels like he should be a lot older, but he's not. Yeah. Like, yeah, I really man. forget that Julius Randle's only 26 years old. Like I think in my head, like I see him, and I'm like, oh, 33. Times yeah. it, but he's, nah, nah. we're the same, we're the same age. So <laughs> it's like you got plenty of time. Absolutely, like, man. Absolutely. Beard and shoulders, like nah, that guy is still 26. Man. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and give this um, snapback away. We got names still coming in, people. You gotta hurry up, man. We're we're, we're gonna pull these names right this second. So hurry up. And get his names like coming in. I'm trying to copy and paste. There's more names coming in. Hang on. So to everybody in the chat once again. Hit Ninety the up seconds. Your boys. Mm-hmm. Ashley, don't be offended by the slogan. You know what I mean? It's hit that thumbs up on for your boys, which you one of us. So so don't. Uh, That's alright. Don't be offended. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. I'm gonna go ahead and pull it. We're gonna go ahead and pull it, Jails. The winner. All right. Of the Knicks fan TV snapback is Courtney Burke. 
Courtney, Courtney Burke. Congratulations to Courtney Burke. Shout out to the Knicks fan TV snapback. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it was already the last time the chat was <laughs> chat was revolted, man. They were not happy <laughs> to see Ari go home a winner. So we re, we did the reset. Courtney Burke, congratulations. We'll all reach out to you for your address and get you that snapback. So appreciate everybody for playing. Um, will definitely be more opportunities to win. So definitely uh, hang in there with us. All right, Tails, let's get to the closer. Cool, we need cool. to hear from him tonight after a Nick win. Mm-hmm. We need that sermon from Jay Boogie from North Carolina. What's going on, bro? That's the collection plate. Yo, what's good with the team? Hope everybody's staying healthy and safe. You know my language. Actually, that's my language. In case you don't know, absolutely. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing good. Oh, because it's still out there wilding. Um, shout out to CP. Shout out to JL. Shout out to the whole network. But actually, you bugging knowing that we play them Cowboys this week, <laughs> and you got that Star Spangled Banner sitting right behind you. It's all good because the Knicks override the Giants on this station. But, you know I got a new jersey. You know that, you know, from a fan perspective, <laughs> I'm looking at you. All right. <laughs> this is the thing with if Leon Rose is the one that pushed that button on the eighth pick and Tom okayed it for us to go ahead and grab Obi, then Randall's on his way out of there. Enough said. That's what I'm saying. Randall's doing right now, but that's what it is. You don't draft Obi to play that number four spot and handle. But Randall is making a hard decision up there in that office on what he is doing right now. He's changed his whole game through Tom Thibodeau's system. And it kind of makes you wonder what would have happened if he would have got Carmelo when he was in Chicago to go with the rest of all that. Could he have changed Melo's game? Because that's what he's doing. He's changing Randall's whole game from what it was. You know, he's more of a team player. He's passing the ball. Assistance is up. He's looking. He's directing. You know what I'm saying? He, the whole offense is going through him, but not just the score. And it, and it shows that Tom Thibodeau is a better coach far as what Fitz, Fitz, what, uh, Fitz was here last year. He was here just to recruit. Tom is there to develop. You know what I'm saying? So that's a total difference between both of those games. But my thing still is on that boy, uh, Peyton. Get him up out of here, man. I'm going to tell you why you got to get him up out of here. And I can't wait for IQ to get back. When the game got crucial, he did some crucial mistakes in that fourth quarter. Number one, he did not want to bring the ball up court in that full-court pressure. One, he gave it to RJ. RJ don't have no handle to do all that. RJ is a three-dribble man. That's it. Another time, he gave the ball to Randall, and Randall, you know what I'm saying, he turned it over. Nah, you're supposed to be waving him up court and bringing the ball up court like Pearl Washington was doing Georgetown up in the garden and doing the <laughs> ACC championship, I mean, and doing the Big East championship. That's what you're supposed to be doing as a point guard. But Julius, man, man, put some, put some respect on his honor for the night, man. The man did give up a triple-double. But for real, for real, he got to go, man. It, it has playing how he's playing right now he's got the goal man because we're playing for 21 free agency we're playing for 21 draft picks and he just got to go up out of there man you can't you can't draft him at number eight to take that eight spot and then keep him you can't do it no matter what julius is doing he's just got to go cp i ride with you on some of the things and then some of the things but this is right down in the middle on what can we do but he's got to go because of that pick we made and we building for the future even though he's 26 
And old boy is 22. That's a four-year difference, you know what I'm saying, which is not that far off. It's hard to make that decision, but you got to let him go, man. You got to let him go. It don't have to be this year. It can wait the next year. He can play out his contract, see if OB can come through, because he ain't had no preseason. It's a difference between being in shape and being in that court condition. Running up and down that court don't mean you're in shape. You got to be in condition. And Obi is not a bit, he has not been in condition. Maybe that's why he pulled a muscle or whatever. Everybody got to get in floor training right now. So that's what's going on. We having our floor training on the floor. We didn't have a whole preseason. You wasn't visiting out there in Las Vegas trying to go <laughs> see the preseason game. No, we was all at home, you know, paying attention to the Knicks fan TV. That was our preseason right there. But we got to give every Everything of time and, and, and place and have patience, man. We just caught up in the middle between what Randall's doing. He's putting on right now. He's the he's the on uh, wet. He's the Eastern Conference Player of the Week. All hands down from Milwaukee to this game. Mm -hmm. We got who? We got a game Thursday night. And he show up that game. He might be Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Then what we gonna say? We can't just get rid of him because that looks bad on other or uh, other All Star bag if I. If, Will they get rid of me? That's what other all-stars going to look at. That's How great. you going to keep me? How you going to secure me? How you going to take care of me? You going to appreciate me? And right now, you got to appreciate what Randall is doing. Oh, you can't draft that eighth pick and not, you know what I'm saying, get rid of Randall, man. So that's on the office. That's an office mistake right there, man. Not mm -hmm. believing or seeing mm -hmm. what Tom can do inside the system and, and picking that boy and still have Randall running the floor. And now Tom Sisson took over that boy and got him looking <laughs> like he all the way like that, man. And, I mean, it's, it's the system. You can't help that, man. You can't help that, you know. And, and I'm just going to say peace, love, and happiness. And welcome back to old boy, man, that came back tonight. He's been missing. I thought he had COVID-19 and stuff. Serge, Serge. Jay Boogie with the closing remarks, Jayos. I love it. I, I love it, man. That, that's my guy. That, that's my oh guy. My so God. to Jay Boogie. Um, but, yeah, he's he's conflicted. You know, it, it's, it's a double-edged sword that the Knicks are going to be looking at right now. There's no way around it. So yeah, it's a tough decision, man. This is why yeah. I pay the big bucks, and they do. They gotta make the decision, man. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, great call as usual. Great show as usual. Let's uh, let me hit my theme music, and right. let's get out of here. All right, all right. I got I got two more super chats that just came in. So shout out to Synonym Sheep. Mm -hmm. Chat says you guys are awesome. Give that super max to Randall. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and SK just sent a two dollar super chat just to say Frank Hive. He's holding down for the Frank Hive. Shout out to you, SK. All right. All right. Appreciate Ashley for bringing that one out. You got you got yep. your super chat on, on the Frank. Right, thank, Hive. Thanks for provoking, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Really rocking, for real. Let me rock. <laughs> for real. For real. Um, all right, let me just run through some super chats real, real quick. Let me salute um, Johnny Arms. Said it's uh, All Star Randall might be his new handle. Mm. Randy Savage. Oh yeah, super super chat. Fight out super chat. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Cello. It's a win streak. Alan Berman says salute. That ass never been happier to be wrong. Tibbs has Randall looking like magic, and I'm hoping he stays like this for 68 more games. Team played ad tonight and still won. That's a great sign. Jerry Hutchings, RJ, is getting froze out of the office. I don't know. I think RJ had his opportunity. He just didn't play too well. Definitely not. Um, greatest ever, says Cowboys and Knicks chat room. We in here. Nah, man. This, this is this is a Giants and Knicks home. You know them vibes. All right. Now he's causing problems. Yeah. Now he's causing problems. But we appreciate the super chat. We appreciate the, you yeah, know, yeah. the, the support. But, you know, this is, this is a Giants home base first. Um... <laughs> 
Robert Paris says, Mitch is learning how to play smart D. He's getting minutes. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, listen, drumming is drumming, right? You know, there's not too many people that can f- full out check him. Um, yeah. But I think it's good film for Mitch. It's good learning experience for Mitch. First half, you know, didn't didn't really do too much. But second half, he, he gave him some points that uh, helped him put the game away when, when there was some tough stretches. So, good job by Mitch. Kep Steezy says, no lie, we have easily five, the top five to ten coaches have. Shots got to fall. Coach Tibbs has Julius Handles looking better than we had bargained for. LI from LI, thanks for Super Chat. Clock Game 2, appreciate it. Timothy Stamutstos might be Greek. How, how does Tibbs fit Rivers into the rotation? Uh, what do you think? Take, he takes uh, all of Frank's minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's Frank's, <laughs> Frank's minutes. Is uh, you said it? Yeah, not me. yeah, yeah. No, we'll take that ball. We we'll take. That I look so happy about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take that ball. That's Frank's minutes, though. Um, Callway twenty three says play in leading to play. Offs. Okay. All right. So he's he's saying the p word. Um, Christoph RJ's playing better than playoff p. He's what twenty. <laughs> the chat got to chill on RJ. I'm playing better than playoff p. But <laughs> Julius James is our king. But <laughs> Julius James. Yeah, I'm telling you, JLs. They, it's it's a whole new tune this year. Early. Julius James. Oh my god. Sean Richardson. Let's go, Knicks. Hit that thumbs up on the feed, boys. Hit the subscribe button. 2020 still in effect. Julius with the triple double. Yeah, it's a great job. Great job by Julius. Star through hoops. Knicks are percolating tonight. Bullock got the bang from Breen on a big three. Hold down the fort until the Cavalry get back. Great game by Bullock for sure. Um, Christoph says he wants Randall to stay. Mr. Durante, I love Ellis and Moss, but I'm with CP. No doubt, Mr. Durante. No matter what, trade him. It's quick. All the way to top in team, everyone not named Mitch and RJ got to go. Mr. Durante is with me. Let's go. Black Needle says CP's 100% correct. Julius needs to be traded. Let's not forget he's playing for an extension. He's fool's gold. Don't fall, fall for the okie doke. So Black Needle's not with the jails. Um, let's get it. We don't know what Obi will be yet. Keep Randall. Morris Baker says when you are talent deprived, you draft based on talent, not necessarily need. Obi was the best player at eight. Having both Randall and Obi is a good problem to have. Okay. CP the artist says the recount is in and the electoral college has spoken. Sergio's the winner. Sorry, Ari. <laughs> it wasn't even a real battle. But CP the artist said Ari got a little smoke, so he throws his little jabs in there when he gets a chance. Uh, okay, I see what's happening. Yeah, salute CP the artist. Um, rebranded the Joe Button podcast, shells. We gotta give my give my man some props. You know, my man's been working hard behind the scenes. Um, that whole re, uh, Joe Button podcast and, and network that he has going. My guy CP the artist was uh, integral in the in the graphic design in it. So great, great job. Right. Graphics guy, good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Chuck D, the rhyme animal says Tibbs is a factor here. Running them. Ob and IQ should soak this in. Praying the drafts also mean AAU rust off these blue chippers. System is belief, like Jay Boogie said. Tiger Style says <laughs> Surge admitted a month ago that he was out on Randall. He definitely did call on draft night, Jails. He was he was ready. Surge did call on draft night, ready to trade Julius. But you know, it's, it's mm. games like this. He, he, he came <laughs> back. He, he came back. I'll give it to him. He's he's always welcome back home. Dario Sims says, um, "Ashley, it's only one game. Julius played well last few games." 
I guess you said Ashley said he, he played. Well. He didn't have a triple double last few games, so <laughs> that's what I'm referring to. So thank you. <laughs> New York sports guy says we, we traded KP. What did that get us? Stop trading talent and allow players to build chemistry. That gave us cap space to sign Julius. He gave us the cap space Pat. to sign Julius. KP was just taking up space. Oh him and his back God. problems. If we end up, that's Dallas's problem now, not mine. Oh. <laughs> That's Dallas' issue now. And his knees, yeah. His back and his knees, that is Mark Cuban's problem. Not mine. Go ahead. Take it. Michael Parker, salute to the Knicks Nation. Salute to the chat. Salute to uh, CPJ Elson. Ashley, FAU. FAU, was that Owl? Owl's up. That's my alma mater. Okay, okay, okay. I guess Michael Parker went there, no doubt. Um, (laughs) Grape Unicorn says, shout out, shout Jeff Weiss. So shout out to Jeff Weiss. Not not sure who that is, but shout out Jeff Weiss. Travis Adair says Nick's love from Arkansas. We in Razorback country, right. JLS. Okay. Yeah, we global, man. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh Najee Williams says, Can we see what's going to happen about time trade deadline comes around? What if we're in a good position to make the playoffs? So he's saying wait and see. Dijon Holland supporting the boys from Fort Hood, Texas. By way of Brick City, Newark. So, salute to uh, Dejon Howard. Ari says, um, Alfred Payton had five triple-doubles in a row. 2019, imagine the Pels built around him because of five games. Stop being prisoners of the moment. Trade him. Meaning Julius. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Fernando Ramos. Great job, guys. Keep it up. Big surge. Only difference between Ari and Nate <laughs> is Nate is home recovering. Ari never recovered from that whooping I put on him. <laughs> Yo, they still going back at it. We're gonna have to have a battle of the fans part four. We gotta have a battle of the fans part four. We'll bring Ashley back to be the final judge, Jails. The final. I definitely want to be the judge for that. I gotta be there for the that. Final the final act, slander. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the final act. I'll bring those. I'll bring those cards like they do in bo- um, those boxing. UFC, cards right? Like- yeah. <laughs> round, round four, Ari and Serge. It's gonna have to happen. Randall playing like this, it's only it's only a matter of time. Um, Demo B, I think Tibbs has a little fire under Frank and Knox. They look and play different. You definitely see it with with, uh, with Kev. Not really in the stat sheet, but he's playing harder for sure. Exactly. Timothy says Randall's eight months older than KP. Got to be legend from Costa Rica. Glad to see our Knicks playing good team ball. We must work on being consistent. Talent is there, but consistency is the key to life. Lucky D. CP, no one envisioned Randall to be this good. That's why they drafted Obi and tried to trade Randall. Give him 30 off the bench and see what we have. Chuck D, four games. Ari with a coach who really ain't intimidated by the city fans. Our ownership, Phil Jack, should put his tail on the floor to get some respect. Bench Warmer says, we cannot trade Randall right now. Dylan Alex um, says, is RJ don't get his Oscar Robertson in the paint and stop shooting bricks? <laughs> he says, Ashley, that Cowboy star is still looking ugly, and they're not winning the Super Bowl. Salute to Dylan <laughs> Alex. Salute to Dylan Alex. I like that one. Who said that? He's welcome anytime. What? Y'all got to my anytime. Cowboys out of this. Was, he, wasn't, he had a Spurs logo on his thing. Yeah, but I let so him slide. I let him slide with that. I let him slide with that. Man, whatever. I, I, I will <laughs> allow it. I will allow the Spurs logo. Salute to the Alamo for that one. JB from New York says, people saying trade OB or RJ is definitely Yankee fans. Um, JB says, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 
Oh, Dylan's back. He says, Ashley, how are you from New York, but you're a Cowboys fan? That's insulting to us New Yorkers. Anyway, it's all love and have a great show. My dad is born and raised in Hollis, Queens. Cowboys fan, all right? So blame him. Y'all want the smoke? Take it up with him. Go, Spurs. Go. Great show, man. Jails, let's get out of here, bro. All right, all right, all right. Shout out to everybody who supports the both channels of fans at the end of time show. Definitely check out the latest episode of Nick and Time Show is on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Also, latest episode was uploaded today on YouTube. That is youtube.com slash Nick Time Show. Also, follow us on all social media, the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick and Time Show on Instagram, and also check out the blogs and our writers on the thenickandtimeshow.com. Plus, check out the merch at thenickandtimeshow.com. That is all. Back to you, CP. Yes, sir. This is show as usual, Jails. Ashley, go ahead and um, sign out. Let them know where they can find you. What's up, everybody? I'm Ashley Nicole, and you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss, and also check out my channel, All In with Ashley Nicole. We do player interviews, coach interviews, game analysis, breakdowns, predictions, my top five list, all that good stuff. So make sure you hit me up there, too. All right, all right. Great show. And um, salute to everybody that came in, man. Over 3,000 people live and direct. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys one more time. Knicks Fan TV, Nick of Time Show, Ashley Nicole Moss. Knicks win once again over the Cavs. 2-2 two and two on the campaign, 95-85. Remember, the show's available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are, we are there. No excuse to miss it. And uh, we'll be back, man. Thursday night, New Year's Eve. Knicks versus Raptors. Let's see if they can do it again. Salute to all the mods once again. Great work, mods. Mods were working. The chat was was holding it down tonight. Had to get the chat in order, JL. So it was jumping out the window last time. We had our guests. Yeah, yeah. Mods were holding it down, man. So great job by the mods. And uh, yeah, man, let's go Giants. Let's do it. And everybody have a uh, great day. See you guys Thursday, man. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.